This is Speaking of Writers on Capital Region Sunday. I'm Steve Richards. Fiona Barton's debut novel, The Widow, was an instant international sensation when it was published in 2016. Upon release, it drew rave reviews, spent seven weeks on the New York Times hardcover fiction bestseller list, and was named a best book of the year by the Wall Street Journal Publishers Weekly. Barton quickly followed up with 2017's The Child, which was selected by librarians nationwide as a library read selection, hit the USA Today and Publishers Weekly bestseller list, and was named a best book of the year, and one of the 10 best thrillers of the year by Bustle. Barton returns this year with her highly anticipated third novel, The Suspect, again featuring fan favorite, favorite intrepid reporter Kate Waters. After two girls go missing in Thailand during their gap year, Kate receives a call from her police contact, Bob Sparks, who wants the media to help sound the alarm. Kate can't help but think of her son, Jake, who ran off to Thailand after a rough patch in school and has barely been heard from since. When the story of the missing girls turns to tragedy, Kate flies to Thailand to investigate the potentially grisly crime. But upon her arrival, her professional and personal worlds collide in a shocking manner. While Barton's previous books have posed moral dilemmas about how far Kate would go to get the story, now Kate must face the question, what happens when the reporter becomes the reported? Fiona Barton is an run New York Times bestselling author of The Widow and The Child. She was trained and worked with journalists all over the world. Previously, she was a senior writer at the Daily Mail, news editor at the Daily Telegraph, and chief reporter at The Mail on Sunday where she won Reporter of the Year at the British Press Awards. Born in Cambridge, England, currently lives in southwest France and England. Happy to have Fiona Barton join me here on Speaking of Writers. Welcome to this program. Thank you very much. Fiona, where did the idea for this book, The Suspect, come from? Well, I was very keen to turn the tables on Kate. I had this idea of seeing the media... um, from the other side, through a reporter's eyes, I was very interested to um, to imagine that and to follow that through. So I had that as the sort of the, the kernel of the story, um, and I couldn't quite decide what to uh, what to happen to what should happen to Kate, what should be the story that she gets embroiled in, and um, I sort of delved into my personal um, experience, really. Um, My son, um, when he was 18, went to Vietnam for his gap year. He was teaching English at a university there. Um, I have no no idea what sort of English they came away with, but anyway, um, he went and was terrible at staying in touch. There wasn't social media. He's he's now 35 um, and a psychiatrist, so he won't thank me for telling you this, but um, he was... uh, very bad at staying in touch and I laid awake at night thinking he must be lying in a ditch somewhere because uh, otherwise he would have been in touch. So I used that fear, that kind of primal mother fear um, to infect Kate and the mothers of the two girls who go missing. We're chatting with Fiona Barton here on Speaking of Writers, a New York Times bestselling author. Uh, the book is The Suspect. What was your research like? What was this terrifying weekend in Bangkok you had? <laughs> yes, I may be, I may be over-egging this slightly. Now, I went for four days and uh, to research because, you know, Google Maps is great, but, you know, I wanted to sniff the air. I wanted to see the colors, smell the smells, watch what was happening in the streets, watch who was watching whom. 
Um, so I went and uh, I went looking for a suitable hostel to place the story in, place my two girls in, Port Alex and Rosie, and, um, and found one, uh, which is fully described in the book. Um, I did plan to stay in it um, just for one night, but I stood in the room and I thought, there is no way. They were charging $3 a night and uh, they were overcharging because it was the most terrible place. Um, but it gave me such an insight into, you know, the kids didn't care. Why would they care? It was brilliant. It was so cheap. It meant they could, you know, travel even further. They could make their money go further. They didn't care if it was a bit grubby and there were dead mosquitoes everywhere. Um, they were having fun and they were, you know, completely free um, so it gave me a really good insight into it all, and I've used everything um, that I saw and heard um, to try and make that part of the book authentic. This book, The Suspect, questions whether we can ever truly know our children. As a parent, was it frightening to explore that theme for you? Yes. I mean, yes, like any like any parent. Um, you know, we... We think, oh, you know, we know our children, but of course we don't. You know, they're human beings in their own right. They, they're not clones of ours. So, um, yes, I, and I've covered stories where, you know, children have disappointed or shocked their parents by the actions they've, they've taken. So I've looked at this um, from the outside, certainly, um, as a reporter, but, um, but I thought it was... Um, I thought it was a rich theme, if you like, to look at what we do know about our children and uh, the expectations we put on them and the disconnect between the person we think we know and the real person. We're chatting with Fiona Barton. Her new book is uh, The Suspect. I want to talk to you about the writing process uh, a little bit here. What are your writing habits, Fiona? Oh, dear. They're terribly shameful. Mm. Uh, I write in bed. I'm a duvet writer, and I wake up in the morning, fresh from dreams, and uh, I sit up, pull my laptop up from the floor beside me, and start writing. Um, I, I need to do it that way because uh, if I get out of bed, I will find something else to do. I'm a terrible time waster. Um, and it's very bad for your back, but... Uh, I arrange pillows. Um, I don't have a Pekingese dog sitting on the bed with me like Barbara Cartland huh. uh, or even a frou-frou nighty, but uh, it works for me. Um, I have got an office. I've got whiteboards. I've got everything, but actually the writing goes on in bed. So the special place is the bed. All right. <laughs> you were a journalist for 35 years uh, when making the switch uh -huh. from reporting to fiction. Was there any writing habits you had to throw out and habits that served you well? Well, I'll start with the ones that serve me well, which I think I couldn't throw out because it's how I learned to write um, as a journalist, which was short, sharp, lean, no wasted words, because you're writing to a length, um, to a column size and uh, to a deadline. So I've kept that, and I, I don't think that's a bad thing in, in fiction. Um, but what is, is uh, front-loading, so putting all uh, the whole story in the first paragraph that's not great for a thriller. So I chucked that out straight away um, and learned the drip, drip, drip. And, uh, and that served me well as well. We're chatting with Fiona Barton here on Speaking of Writers. Uh, her new book is The Suspect. To mention, this is your third book. How have you evolved as a writer and what have you learned? 
I hope I've evolved as a, as a writer. I think it's for others to judge. Um, none of the books has been easy to write, but The Widow, was. I was in that sort of, you know, um, <laughs> uh, grace state where uh, nobody knew I was writing. And, um, and so I was in my own little bubble, bobbling along, um, doing it at my own pace, etc. nobody looking over my shoulder, um, which was great. Um, uh, but, you know, the second book is not going to be like that. And uh, I had classic second book syndrome, panic, horrors. Oh, it was awful. Um, wondering if you can do it again and, um, and having a deadline from the first word. So I, I rushed to write the second book because I just could see the deadline looming. And um, what I learned was that um, writing is not putting your fingers on keyboard and typing as fast as you can. Um, what I hadn't factored in really was the thinking process, which I'd had at my leisure with The Widow. And um, so I learned the hard way because I, I rewrote the second half of The Child. Um, I wasn't happy with the first draft and um, was, was allowed by my very patient and lovely editors to take a bit longer. Um, and... So I got it written, but what I learned from that whole process was that, you know, I need to follow thoughts through and, you know, look at walls, go for long walks um, while I'm writing to let scenarios play in my head, let characters speak and follow things through before I start writing. And so that's how it's evolved. <laughs> and speaking of characters... The character of Kate Waters. How did you create Kate? She came pretty fully formed, actually, scarily. Uh, she, uh, she was never meant to be a main character. Uh, she, was, she was simply in The Widow, in my head anyway, um, to allow Jean, The Widow, to tell her story. So she was, only going, she was going to be the reporter. But suddenly, um, she, she started to started to get more defined. She started to talk a lot more. And I think, you know, for me, it was, it was so comfortable to write her. Um, I'm not Kate. Uh, we don't share DNA, but uh, we do know each other very well. And I, I just, I loved writing her. So I allowed her to grow um, and gave her her own chapters. Um, but I was... I was slightly nervous about it because I wasn't sure what the readers would think. Uh, journalists were absolutely hated at the time uh, in the UK. There'd been scandals, etc. So um, I wasn't sure what the reaction would be, but actually it was, um, it was a lovely surprise. It wasn't that everybody said, oh, you know, she's, aren't journalists wonderful? But they started talking about journalists and reporting um, as if journalists were human beings rather than stereotypes. So um, I was very pleased with that, and, uh, and so I kept her. But she did come pretty fully formed, I have to say. Um, she's sort of the best and the worst of all the Kates I've ever known. Mm. And what is next for you and your writing? I'm working on book four at the moment. Uh, Kate is having a rest. Uh, she's lying down in a darkened room somewhere. Yeah. Um, I, I decided when I started The Suspect that I would take a break um, from writing Kate at the end of that book. Um, the ending of the book is, is quite a complex 
um, series of issues. So um, I think people will understand. I hope they will. Uh, but anyway, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm playing with new characters at the moment. Another psychological thriller, but, uh, but set in a different area, still in England, um, but in East Anglia. And, uh, yeah, different characters. Kate's lying down. You write lying down in the bed. Everybody's lying down. There's <laughs> yeah, a bit of a theme emerging here. <laughs> well, we'll look forward to that one, but we'll enjoy this one now, The Suspect. Fiona Barton, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. And this is Speaking of Writers. And by the way, you can get more info on Fiona Barton. Uh, she has a website, FionaBartonAuthor.com. Twitter at F-I-G Barton. Uh, Facebook at Fiona Barton author. Again, the book is The Suspect. And that is Capital Region Sunday, a production of Town Square Media Albany for this week. Thank you for listening. We're back again next week with another edition. I'm Steve Richards.